Okay, welcome to the Black Vote. My name is Tom Carraway. I'm Don Frabel. I'm Gordon Geist. Okay, so today, like I said, we're going to talk about, um, I don't know if you guys have heard that the Republicans for the uh, midterm 2022 elections have decided that they are going to go for culture wars. And one of the things that, which I don't know why they're hanging their hat on culture race. New? I know. I, that's, well, but that's what their, that's their goal is they, they're going to go for critical race theory in culture wars and basically trying to amplify basically the same thing that Donald Trump did, which didn't win for him. So I'm actually surprised that that's their, their plan. I'm, I'm actually surprised that that's what they're going to go for. Yeah, it, it didn't seem to have worked. They're just blowing up basically what, uh, what Donald Trump did. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you know, but it came out, MSNBC was playing it last night, um, I'm sorry, on Friday night, that Donald Trump had um, was doing an interview and they were talking about race relations and the advice that he was taking from Jared. And one of the advice that Jared had given him was that he needs to really be, you know, he couldn't do certain things um, because um, he didn't want to anger the black people. And so he... How'd that work out for him? Well, and that's that's the thing that Trump was saying is that... Well, he's very angry that that he did so much for blacks and they don't like him. Well, the thing that his quote was is that he well, it started out with Juneteenth, and he said, "I'm the one who was going to give them a holiday." So that's what he said, and then he said, um, "But now they all fucking hate my guts, and they won't vote for me." <laughs> but and then part of the article was talking about how they had made him watch the George Floyd video. He got halfway through it and then put it down, and he said, "This is disgusting." Talked about how he was upset about the police and that. This is really too bad, and that he wanted to come out and say something about it, but they told him that if he said anything about it, it would ruin his relationships with the cops. It would, it would, it would affect his base. Yes, and, and not, so and not just the cops; it would be his base. But the police officers, what he was more specifically about, right? right. And um, and so he decided not to say anything. Basically, the just that I got from the article. And just like Trump, because he kept throwing around, Jared told me to do this and Jared told me to do this. So you know what that means is I'm going to blame Jared because... Yeah. Well, he blames somebody else for everything yeah, he does. Yeah, that's what whether, whether it was his idea or not, he finds someone to blame. You got to come in. Yeah, just so you know. Gordon, any thoughts? <laughs> He's still trying to read about the critical race theory. <laughs> okay. So... Like I said, and, we're and he's g- a little slow today, apparently. I see. So, <laughs> got to bring it up here. So, no. So, we're going to talk about critical race theory, which I didn't hear about it. I have to tell you that everything that I've read on critical, I think I've read 20 articles this week. And everything that I read always brings back to the common denominator, which is the 1619 project that was done with the New York Times, the Pulitzer winning project in which it documents from 1619 to present about African-Americans coming to United States and whatnot. Right, and we've touched on a lot of the things in the 1619 Project over time, like the uh, discrimination in housing. Yes. Uh, and, like, large areas of South Minneapolis, it was illegal to sell your home to a black person. 
Uh, Edina had a law until I think 1964 that you couldn't sell a house to that a black person could not own property in Edina. Well, in in their whole thing and what they're saying is I might be off on the year on that, by the way. But in their whole thing is that they're saying that um, that there's just no way that a lot of well, let me retract that. So a lot of the hoopla that has come up is that this critical race theory is that. I guess Trump's base now is that we don't want this taught because they say it's racist against whites. Well, so I've been kind of reading here. What what would you teach? Well, they don't want to teach it at all. I mean, it's just history, right? Which I'll ask you this question because I've been asking everyone and I've asked you this already, Donald. Did you know about the toss of um, race, right? What they're calling it? Before it was ever on the news. I know I had heard about it, but I didn't know a lot of details. Were you taught it in high school? No, absolutely not. Gordon? Oh, no. No, we weren't taught it in high school. Uh, Honestly, Watchmen was the first place I heard of it. Yeah. And that, I think, is a lot where... Because even when I seen that, and that's the... I've watched the Watchmen. Everyone keeps telling me what a great show it is, right? And I've watched it a thousand times. I never get past the killing and the blowing up, and then I always fall asleep. So, as much as everyone keeps telling me, it's a great show, it's a great show. Once you get past the first one, it's even better. Never made it past that part. But I didn't know that when I was watching that, that that was actually based on the toss of black market. I didn't know that was what was going on. I just didn't know that at all. Um, So, that I didn't know. Yeah, and you told me a lot more about it. Like, they they started charging the blacks for... uh, the ones that the houses were torn down, they were charging them rep, uh, reparations, basically, for the damage that was done? Well, so, no, not they haven't done any reparations. No, in, no, the, in, the, the, in Oklahoma at the time, they yeah. were charging the homeowners that had their houses destroyed for it because they started, supposedly, the race riot. I know that they're trying to do the reparations. I mean, when I think about these businesses that lost all their... Their businesses and these were like, well, just their homes. What they they like big hotels and movie theaters and not only did they burn them down to the ground, then they went to their houses, looted everything in their house, and then, um, for no good reason, shot them. And it said that one one of the stories that I heard was that they were actually. So are you trying to say that they had a good reason to burn down their business and their house? Well, it isn't. I think. <laughs> The cover-up is worse than the crime. That's to my, I mean, the thing, the fact that yeah. and they, they... And they used they used our judicial system to do that. Well, yeah, they and did. Our, I mean, political system to do they that. killed them. They destroyed their... Well, and just so you know, an interesting fact that I found out, it was on Hulu from National Geographic. They ran a story on an episode that was on June 18th, and they were talking about um, that... They went and did the bombing, right? And they bombed them with turpentine bombs. And then, um, I lost my train of thought here. But that they had, um, their whole goal and their strategic thing was that the government was involved in this whole thing. United States government, that's, that's what it was. It was that they built the highway right through Greenwood so that they couldn't rebuild their businesses. They put all the black people after that race riot, which they're calling it, which we know it was a massacre. After that, they put all of them in internment camps. 
which I didn't know that. And then um, basically wouldn't let them leave or anything. Well, they were being nice. They gave them a place to live mm-hmm. after after they, these people had destroyed their house, houses, you know. No. <laughs> Good Lord. So, so uh, you know, I, riots are... Um, Riots are hard to use to find meaning, right? But this wasn't, keep in mind here, this wasn't a riot. And we shouldn't say it was a riot, even though it's calling it the Tulsa riot. It wasn't a riot. They used the word riot so that they couldn't pay them for the damage because they made it sound, they made the black people, they said that the reason why it happened was because the black people started the riot. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So if we call it the Tulsa riot, I thought it, you know, I'm thinking of it in the terms of, the white people rioted. Yes. Okay. So, so but it wasn't, I wasn't. But blacks really weren't fighting. Right. Well, that's right. what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. So, like um, the big, the big objection to you know the the George Floyd riots is well the rioting. You know, why are people destroying things? And you can, were they rioting or po- protesting? I mean, I know we're getting into well, they were. They start. It started as peaceful, peaceful protests, and I think a majority of it was people peaceful protests. I'd say ninety percent. Yeah, there was there was some rioting that went on afterwards, and it had nothing to do. But I don't I, think it had anything to do with the peace. The protests. Yeah, I, 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 it, it comes out of the protest because there are people that want to take advantage of it, and they see that they don't have the rules of society governing them because the cops are not there. <clears throat> I mean, let's let's just be honest. I watched the the writing here in Minnesota and I watched it on TV and I seen a bunch of idiots going in and looting the stores, yeah. pulling up with their parking lot straight on the television camera, going in and looting stuff like a bunch of idiots. Now, why when you're protesting that you need to turn into a looting Again, thing. I don't know that a lot of so, those were the protesters. Those were people coming to take advantage of the protests. and They weren't the protesters, well, but right. they were a part of it, and they were also African-American, well, some of the people yeah, that I've seen I on TV. We're kind of, of drifting off. It's where, where I was trying to go is that there's there are moments that are indicative of raw emotion, right, that you cannot, you're not going to be able to find meaning in. Like a mass, you know, ma- there's mass killings every every day. Right there's a mass a shooting or, and that uh, you know, you're not going to find meaning in those things. What you do find meaning in is how the reaction to it. Right. So how, so uh, in a, a community coming back and covering up and using um, the, you know the, the means of the legal system to either justify or, you know, brush it underneath the cover the the carpet. That's what you find meaning in, right? You want you, the the actual illogical, uh, crazy act humans uh, at some point or another are, um, you know, we're animals. To, you know, and when we, the whole beauty of being uh, uh, in the made after the image of God is that we're supposed to be able to fight against that baser nature of our own being. So when we lose it as a group, right? You know, uh, that happens. Yeah. Don't find. Don't look to find meaning in that. Go look to find meaning in a what what drove that moment to happen, and b the after effect of the how people dealt with it. Well, yeah. and I'll tell you what they said in happening, which I didn't know until, like I said, every time I hear a new Tossa story, and we'll we'll move on to this from other thing. But I think that that plays into this critical race theory thing because Tossa started really jimming up in the last couple of weeks anyways. And I think that just morphed into this critical race theory, which is the teaching of 
system, systemic racism in society. Well, but what you're missing is this is an echo, right? So it, there was a, 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 an effort to sweep that away and not have uh, folks remember it, right? And this is now an echo of that. That's, that's, and that's right. why I say you take, take the meaning in the action. And, uh, and, other th and, and to your point, the people talk about how there have been, you know, nobody's being prosecuted for the Minneapolis riots. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not true. There have been four or five convicted already. There have been, yeah. <clears throat> the people that tried to it's, burn yeah, down the police station, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just not, it hasn't been much of it. Yeah. Which, and which and the others, I guess the, I would say the other side is saying, well, why aren't we going after the people in Minneapolis and Chicago and during the basically the Floyd riots, uh, and we're going after all these people in Washington D.C. Well, well first I, of all, there's two different, very, very different things. One is because they were on a camera. I mean, well, for God's sake. But well, I, but I think that, but I think that all of this, this whole critical race theory thing, it reminds me of when I was in high school. And I used to get in a fight with the white person and I'd say, well, and somehow either I would interject it or they would say to me, we're so tired of hearing about you blacks and your slavery. And where the next word out of every single one of their mouths was, we've moved on from that and you need to move on from that too. And it's always this whole critical race theory is exactly the argument that I heard when I was in high school and in elementary school Against when you said a, to a white person about what had happened or what how we'd been treated, then it had always been, we've moved on from that. And all of the things that I read in those 20 articles that I read, the common thread was that you're making white people feel bad for being white. Yeah, and you're making me feel and I don't think that's what that isn't what it's about. No, it has nothing to do. with It, it. has absolutely it, it's, nothing it's about really, making. Honestly, so it's all just common sense stuff. That when when we re recall um, the American Revolution, are we making British people feel bad? Do you, so if I went to England and you know and they said, "Oh my God, you remember 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 back in 1776? Remember that? Remember that? That? What do you think of that? Was that? Does that make them feel bad? No, it's just it, it's." History, we we um, we we have a twenty-year uh, memory, right, and and a hundred-year ability to, uh, to remember. But a twenty-year memory is generally what we we all have. It's that's our our. And if it hasn't happened to us in that twenty-year span, we it's don't gone. Care. It's, we don't care. But, but I'll tell you, as an African American, I don't remember this Tosa thing in high school. Exactly. I don't remember that at all. And then I remember when I got into college. And I took history from a black perspective from the 1920s, from the roaring 20s to present. I don't think I remember it. I don't remember it in there either. Because what had thrown me off was the Black Wall Street part, which I never heard of that term before at all. But the way, as an African American, the way that I take this whole discussion is that we don't want to talk about your past. We don't want to talk about your past because... You, um, we're moved on from that, and you're making me feel bad about it. Well, would it surprise you, you to know that? Done? And I do have a question. I want to go back. It, 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 it's a smart-ass question. But when you got in fights with white people when you were in North Branch, was there another black person in the school that you could have gotten in a fight with? No. 
Okay, just checking. Uh, <laughs> so would it surprise you to know that the majority of the original cowboys were black? No, I just... But, 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 but that's a piece of history... That no one knows. That, that, so th what we're, the complaint is that we cannot forget history because, you know, the, the age-old thing will we'll repeat it, right? So teaching all of our history, like, for example, one of the things, you know, we always beatify the, the Native Americans... Fuck the Native American. Oh, excuse my language. Um, the Native bleep that out. The Native Americans killed each other wholesale, just as much as any other, you know, group in the in 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 history. Right? It, to some extent, some of the the different tribes. Some of the different tribes were more warring, and some yeah. were much more peaceful. And and but but we that history is worth worthwhile to be told and to remember. But you understand that this whole debate about critical race theory is that you have a whole bunch of Republican white people and not only it's, it's in conservative Christians, evangelicals are saying we don't want this taught to our students, which what I'm hearing as a black person is saying we don't want to talk about black history in high school. That's what right, I'm hearing. We don't need people to understand. And because these, we don't want... Because, we don't, we, because it gives a, a more full... Well, if you talk about it, understanding you, you, of what's going if on. If you talk about it, it makes white people look bad. Right. Well, and, and how talking, would how and, else and would history, you look? History has always has always been like this. I mean, they 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 put things in history. Every state. So has then, a why are history. they saying it? Why are they saying it then? I'm just. I, I mean, no, no. What do you think the root of why they why they don't want it taught then? That's what I don't understand. Well, because yeah. they don't believe that it's true, and they don't believe that, that there's They don't believe any, what's true, that, that there were slavery? No, they don't believe that it's true that it's going to help anybody. They think it's going to hurt everybody because it's going to make everybody angry at each other more. That's what I believe that their their viewpoint is. They're, they're saying, and, and again, they say that it's racist against whites. <laughs> I think they just think it's a Debbie Downer and don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I... I, I there, there's all sorts of these examples. I mean, uh, you know, when we think of uh, the British colonial system, you know, everybody, oh, the British and their colonial system, they were, that empire was, you know, horrible. Well, and, you know, to be quite honest, the Brit every place that the Brits went, they brought um, a, a fantastic governing methodology. Their bureaucracy that they brought to most of those places um, lifted you know, the, the productivity levels exponentially. And productivity, I mean, the standard of living, you know, so yeah. people you know, went from living like X to Y. But what if the people that they conquered didn't want that? Well, you know, exactly. Well, we, we all... <laughs> that's that's the problem with colonialism. Here's, here's what they're saying, though. Republican and conservatives portray critical race theory as a gauntlet thrown down to accuse white Americans of being individually racist. They are. Yeah. Some of them are. Yeah. And then it says, the other well, reason again, why they don't... White America in general is racist. And it, then they it, said... It, it's, and, it, and it goes back to history. And that's one of the things... I mean, one well, of the I, things that... I don't know. I, you know... See, see, you guys, I, I got to start with the, the basis for all of my thinking is... And I, I, I'd ask you this question. Is, are 97% of the people when left to their own devices good... Uh, and going to do a good thing, and there's three percent we got to protect ourselves against, or will the majority of the people do bad stuff if they're left to their own devices? And three percent of us should be watching the other ninety-seven percent. Which, which first way, one? 
Well, so here's here's what Senator um, Ron Johnson said about critical about critical race theory. Students should not be asked to examine their whiteness or check their privilege. Wow, I say you've made your point with the cause. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing that I've ever heard. Because somehow they've turned it about. Isn't isn't amazing that right. the badness that and they've conducted a, they've turned it against it saying now you're making us feel bad about it right and a, a part of it is I think I think this is the vestiges of a holding on to the race the the racism that exists they're trying to hold on to that because that was a part of their life when they grew up and they don't want that coming out because it's going to change everything but the fact is it has changed look look at the younger generation. Yeah, I, I think there's a whole hell of a lot less racism I, I and don't, stuff like I that. I don't deny. It's just, I don't it's deny. just right now the leaders are that older group well, that okay, are holding so on look to at, it. Look at the there's a delta between teaching, uh, you know, educating folks. Yep. On on a history that at some point or another was kind of left in the closet, right? So there's a delta between let's you know talk about. Uh, history, regardless of how unfortunate or um, embarrassing it is, let's just make sure we cover those aspects. Um, there are historical moments that should be highlighted, like you know the Tulsa uh, incident should be—I'll call it incident—should be highlighted, right? You know, as something as a, a, a milestone, right? Is that is, but, is calling but, it an incident? You know what? The whole time that this whole thing has been going on with this Tulsa and this June. Th- thing being passed, I can just see Republicans in their house losing their shit. They're just giving everything to the black and, people. And again, I don't think it's all of them. I think it's maybe 30% of all of America, so maybe 50% of Republicans. Oh, 30%. That's a, so here's the thing. is, so? yeah. 39 Republican senators well, called his... What, what percentage love still love Trump because they want to... Well, see, I think the love of Trump is a, a, is a love of, um, of a, an idealized culture that... Uh, Caught of Trump that they've created. Well, it's an idealized... It, it's, it's somebody at some point that's like uh, climate change. We're just going to, you know, arbitrarily pick a, a, a cultural time that we want to stay as. So for a lot of... Um, Boomers and Gen Xers, uh, Gen Xers that grew up with happy days, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a fifties, the early sixties, or even the sixties itself. It's that you know there was a, a simpler time, and and you know mom and dad uh, were happy, and and there were and, no riots in the sixties, and, and there were no but riots. But what's in the 50s what's the line that they say about bullshit? But. What do they say about the past? If you don't it's know, whitewashed. if you don't know what the past is. You're doomed to repeat it. it, And isn't this... So now you're using the argument for not tearing down uh, uh, the statues of the Confederate leaders. That's the Republican argument for not tearing those down because they say that's going to take away our history. Well, I'm just pointing that out. So we have the same argument on both sides. It's just we come at it from a different from a different idea. Okay, let's take it to the absurdity, right? So Hitler lost. Yeah. Okay. Is 
you know, if Germany got any statues of Hitler sitting around? No, it's actually illegal. Exactly, right? But that Jeffer- wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, Davis it wouldn't be legal to do that in America to but make Jefferson it illegal to have Davis them. Yes, he did. Us. And he's, and but he, and that's the president. But here's the core the, thing about after, all of this, after you guys. the Civil War. The winners get to write history. That's here's the right. core thing about all of this. At the end of the day, when you talk about, if you draw a straight line through everything, George Floyd, the Tulsa, critical race, um, race theory, it all comes back down to systematic racism that is run throughout the United States, and it's a part of American history. And the problem with that is that the George Floyd would not have been killed had he not been a black person. He probably wouldn't have been treated the way that he was treated. That's, right, that's the argument. And the whole argument is that black people, the whole reason why Black Lives Matters came out is because there was all these killings up to George Floyd. There was hundreds of black people that were being killed for no good damn reason. And there wasn't video of it. And, and, there, and, and, and nobody, most people said, well, the cops were obviously right because the cops are here to protect us. and they're, well, you know. But it doesn't change the fact that it happened. Well, and, then, right, and what I'm I, saying to I, you, and all that I'm saying to you is this. You will never see it the way that I see it. No, because, I, I mean... Well, I, we, I won't. I, and I wasn't saying that for myself. No, I was saying it because that's and, what and, I think and, and the I argument mean, And I'm not saying to throw shade on you. I think my only thing is, is that you guys don't have to think about... Every time you go to Target, you don't have to think about, is someone going to accuse me of shoplifting? No, and we've talked about this. I, if, actually, yeah. I actually do stuff at Target to make it look like I'm shoplifting because I would well, like there, someone there, to try to grab There are certain things me. that are inherent uh, that, that just be... Um, if you look at them and you decide, well, what is an indicator, right? So if you're a scientist, right, you, what, what a pH test, you know, you stick stick a little tab, mm-hmm. right, in the, and, and you see if it turns a color, mm-hmm. right? That's an indicator, right? You don't have to, you don't have to, like, you know, go over and taste it. You don't have to, you can just say, okay, well, I know the pH is X. Well, these things like um, somebody um, getting uh, killed and uh, making the news that's an indicator of things that are happening. You don't have it, it infers in and of itself that there are many more of those incidents that are happening without a, a camera recording. So when when right, when but we, those were but those were shoved. My what I'm saying is that those things were shoved under the rug because people had such a high opinion of the police. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a high and, opinion and, of and, the police. And, 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 but and let's but, and let's but, be clear on that point too. That, this isn't about bashing videos, the police, right? Because it's a hard job, and I couldn't do it. Right. I'm just I'm just going to throw right. that out no, there I because I think that people think that black people hate police, and we don't hate police. Right. We hate racist police. Right. And and. And that's another thing we talk. I said I couldn't be a cop because I would be doing the stuff that the cops are doing. Because when I get angry, I would just beat the shit out of the person that was next to me. And I'm big, so I have the ability to do it. That that, that doesn't make it right, but that's why I could not do that job. And that's there are too many people, I guess, like me that are in that job. So in this article that I was reading, one of the things that it said is systematic racism endures in America. When you look no further than how it was often harder for black home buyers to acquire mortgages than it is for white people of equal means. Right. And then what did they, statistic came out today that when you evaluated the equity of whites against blacks, it's black equity is 12 cents to whites $1. Yeah. That's, that's pathetic. Yeah, and that goes into the, that goes into the, the historical 
racism that was, and this is something that it, it, we've talked, we touched on a little bit, like buying a house, and we talked about it earlier, I think, off air. Mm -hmm. uh, it was illegal in certain areas of South Minneapolis for a black person to buy a house. Red it was it was illegal until I think 1964, and I think I might have said this on air in Edina to but to buy a house, and so I knew. Because I'm a realtor, I'm a bro. I, I'm a broker. I took my real estate test back in like '94 or something like that, and we touched on things like that. But it was basically it was brushed over. So this is another kind of whitewashing. I didn't know it was systematic in that entire cities had these ordinances. I just thought they were put on the what things the like this were put on did you go to? What? I mean, I, I went to a public high school. These, this isn't No, you're talking about real estate. I'm talking about my real I estate I know, school. but uh, I mean, uh, uh, these things like the Jim Crow laws and even rolling forward into the 50s, they were, it was taught in my public high school. I mean, well, no, Jim Crow I, was taught, but I mean... I'm talking no, about I'm a more specific about thing. Like I'm a, talking about a more specific thing about, about blacks not being... And I knew generally that it happened, but I didn't... But in literally, in real estate class, they didn't tell me... They didn't talk about entire cities did this. They said that they were they were deed restrictions, and deed so restrictions still exist. You had, to, you had to the whole section that you had to take to make sure that you weren't doing that. That I mean, no, it was it was touched on that they exist. They just have to make you aware because of it. when you buy a house, every piece and it's not as much anymore because you don't get your full abstract. But if you go back in the old abstracts, there are things in those abstracts that say from this point forward, a black man may never buy a house. And it said black man because women weren't allowed to buy property then either. So the, Women but, weren't but given the right... Was, I think it was 64. It was made illegal to have those deed restrictions. They're still there, but they're illegal to enforce. Just, 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 just Black women were not allowed to vote until 1965. Isn't that fucked up? When, no. When, 1965. So women, women weren't allowed to have credit cards in the 70s for Christ's sake. I know, I know but I'm just talking about I'm just talking about bloke. we were yeah. about votes. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, and so this so, is but this is history and there there has been change and that's one of the things I do want to point. It, it's gotten better. There are things out there and and I have seen racism when I sell houses too. So we're going to circle we're going to move on to the racing norm, but I just want to say one of the things that I did. So one of the tactics that the Republicans have been going after is they've been trying to oust the school school board members <laughs> as a way to so, control the curriculum and whatnot directly from the Ronald Reagan play. And so, what in this article? Basically, what they said: the nation's has three three million public school teachers have a great deal of autonomy over what happens in the classrooms. Legislation will, in most of their efforts, will not control what happens in the classroom. They're not going to have too much. Basically, they're saying that the Republicans are not going to have too much of an influence because of the teachers, and they have such a big autonomy over the right. Except, except in the four states, so you said it was four states now that have passed this thing that says that critical race theory can't be taught in class and race you, things you know, can't be there, taught. There, in there class. are two things you need to, to. They're conflated here. One of those is, and what what is is strangulating the American uh, dialogue right now, and I North or South American, whatever, but the American dialogue. What is strangulating that is, what in the hell's on TV that you guys are so interested in? What is strangulating it is the the conflation of issues, uh, uh, race issues, and cultural issues. Those two are not the same thing. They overlap, and they unfortunately overlap. And, and so, 
There is an entire... They overlap on him, specifically. That, that, well, and, and they overlap on women, and they overlap yeah. on G right. uh, LBGTQ. They, you know, the, there's an entire uh, uh, dialogue about, well, the LGBTQ are trying to, you know, indoctrinate my children, right? And that's a part of that, that okay. all whips into that critical race okay. theory as well, because so they believe that they're trying to teach so there's a inclusiveness. The, the mindset, yeah. if I could, could grab any They're trying to the teach street. inclusiveness. Mm -hmm. That's what this critical race theory is. That, that, that the critical race theory is, is a proponent of teaching inclusiveness not exclusiveness. But you guys are parents. Let's just skip to the trace. And the reason why I don't want to talk to you, I'm not a parent. But you guys are a parent. Do you have a well, problem have a with them teaching? Do you guys have a problem with them teaching African American history in high school? Uh, no. I mean, because they, they teach it at my child's school, they teach Greek history. I just don't understand why they would say, well, we like the black people and we're not racist. But we don't want you to. We don't want to find out. We don't want to think about the past because we were pretty shitty to you what guys you, back then. I mean, would you like go to a, a Civil War recreation event and like go, God damn it, you people should stop doing this because this was a bad. You know, I it it for for that. You know, they're remembering the battle, right? Yeah. Uh, we have a friend it, that actually. Do, I don't know if he does recreations, but he knows a lot about the Civil War. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, and yes. and he posts about it a lot. But there are, there are folks that, uh, and that's why historians, you know, through, we, we, through time, right, we revere historians to be able to bring forward, why study history at all? What does it matter? It's gone in the past. So, so that's that cultural thing. When you're talking to somebody about that objects to their culture being changed, right, the, the, the inherent question to ask is, so... Why study history? What is it that it, your culture is going to stay static? It doesn't. That's a and, bad question to ask people that are already trying to. Well, you've got, you're 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 already trying to because it gives them an idea religion. and gives them a, their next step, because which is it, uh, get I, history out of schools. I guarantee you, if you ask somebody that has this objection about teaching LGBTQ agenda or the 1619 agenda, I, I'll just call it an agenda, right? If you ask them. If they're racist, and then if you, you said, you know, would you be in favor of, you know, segregation and busing and, or not busing and, you know, all that, right? They would be aghast. They would be aghast. And I, and I, there would be a few in there that would be just horrible, you know, and be like, yeah, I am. Right. But um, I, I think, I think, the, that's I think a, for I those think it's folks, more than a few is okay. Well, and, well, I guess, and I guess as a percentage, it probably is. But well, I don't. The but, ones that we've met, I'm going to just be candid with you. The, the people that I know that are absolutely racist, right? Most of them have, unfortunately, uh, like for a couple of police officers we know, have uh, they take the three percent of the population that they've been exposed to over and over and over again as the hundred percent of the population, right? And when they when they do that, they ha they don't realize that they become inherently racist, right? And that's the, the the unfortunate part for the police officers out there is not just you know a, a, a systemic it becomes a systemic racism, but it also becomes a systemic poorism. It becomes a systemic um, you know white trashism, right? Because the moment they roll onto you know here's a trailer park. Guess what I'm an encounter, right? 
Right, you know, and one of the things I do point, I try to point out to people is, you know, when they talk about neighborhoods that are bad or whatever, it's like that has nothing to do with because it's predominantly black. It's not because it's predominantly black. It's because it's predominantly poor. Well, and remember years ago, Marco, my my youngest son, he was eight years old at the time, and he went missing for about a half a day. We couldn't find him. Um, did and you beat we, him? And we called the police. We called the police. And when they, sh- the, the the first person to show up was an off-duty um, detective. Mm-hmm. And he was in plain clothes, knocked on the door, and, you know, basically ascertained that I was the dad and my wife was the mom. And uh, there was another plain cl- or another police officer there, and uh, they said, we're going to take him to two different places in your house, please, and we'd like to talk to you. To see if your story's mentioned. Right. And, and the, but the first thing that he did, I could tell immediately that he was narrowing the focus to figure out, did I do something with my child? Right. And I ha- I was angry. I was desperately angry the moment he asked me. The first question was, you know, do you have, are you, um, were you angry today? Was there a fight? <laughs> Shut up. You know, no, I'm not sure. It was, it, it, it were very pointed questions around, you know, that right. would either get me to go, no, I, uh, right. Um, and I was desperately angry and I realized, like a minute into it, like, okay, he's just trying to figure this out, and the other cops doing the same thing, and now they're going to compare notes. And they did. They they left the house and Mm -hmm. compared notes and came back and said, okay, so we've got, you know, squads out looking for him. And, you know, they they had at that point probably said, okay, you know, they didn't do anything, but likely, so let's move on. Same thing happens driving along. See a t- oh you know that turn signal I don't know if it was beating the right uh, pace there I bet that turn signal's on I'm gonna pull him over I'm gonna pull him over see if he's yeah, yeah. bet you bet you he stole a car yesterday or he's smoking doobies or something so now there's a predisposition towards because the last you know thirty times they've pulled somebody over uh, there was a you know doobie in the ashtray or whatever that generates systemic racism and the person that is part of it you know uh is a willing participant because that's all they are doing right so they they the the teaching of history and the bringing that story to people helps the person to say you know i'm not going to be a part of that but my thing in all of this which is because the whole point in doing the black vote is because we're going, as I said to you, Donald, and you disagreed with me, and I'll say it again, I think midterm 2022 is going to be a demarcation for votes and what this is going to be major voting. This is more important than the presidential election, and I think that it is, it is so important. I don't understand what the Republicans believe that they're going to gain I think by. what they're gaining is they're doing this for specific House and Senate seats. Well, that they, they think, think that they they're going win. they're going after suburban women. And they think that this critical race theory is a winning issue for suburban women. I don't think it is. I don't think that suburban women are going... That's right. Don't teach them about their culture and don't teach anyone in the United States about the American, African-American history as it's been since they've been in this country. Do not teach them that. It's, it's, it's the Republicans to, are turning it into the boogeyman. It's very that's exactly what they said. They said okay. that this is a Trojan horse. But it, it's a, 
cultural thing, right? So it's now, so many is now trying to defeat your the what the culture that you believe is positive, right? And that so um, you know as a parent, right? When you when you look at your child and you say you know are they going to be uh, well, arguably straight or LGBTQ, right? There, it, it immediately, you know, frightens you a little bit if the if to think that they might be something that would get picked on, right? But well, really, okay. No, I I've never had that fear, but probably because my kids haven't been. <laughs> but also, on. you know, <laughs> but no, I've been told by many people. I, I, actually, this is a guy. Someone who, very very close to me was like, <laughs> "Well, what would you do if if your daughter brought home a, a chick?" And I'm like, "Okay." So, but yeah. but see, but you have to remember <laughs> that you don't care. Or but Donald, what, as what a if, parent, you're an outlier. You know that. You know that. Okay. And, or, and yeah, actually, it brings up the. the so so he's wiring up I'm, a cabin, and he's got little kids, and I go, "Don't you want to put like a uh, you know some tape on these uh, wires that are exposed here that are live?" Now nah, they know not to touch those. <laughs> I like. I told them not to touch them. They didn't right. touch them. They're smart kids. Okay. Sure. Sure. Well, last week, last time we did the podcast, his daughter was going to be a stripper. So you know, yeah. there you go. He's all, you just get that I money. Did not say that. She's a good one. That's all I care about. <laughs> just get that money, honey. Yeah, yeah, get yeah, that yeah. money. You, now, you, you, you've both met my daughter. Do you think that would happen? Well, she does. You know, Dad told me to do this, and actually, I'm, that's a good point, though. That that's a good point. So, um, there are certain there are things that are under our control and things that are not. And you can't even as a parent, you have to acknowledge that there are there are good parents that are fantastic parents that have had a fucked up kid. Excuse me, you got to put yeah. me again. But you, don't um, have you to cannot worry control about it, and you can't. Um, so when you see three percent, because there's always going to be three percent of the population that are having issues, right? Um, and, and that's there's a. But I want you that, to tell me how this is a winning issue for them. Well, I don't know how it's a winning issue at all. So what they're trying to do is push um, things into a, a cultural thing um, instead of what, frankly, right now, if I, if, you know, what was it? It's the economy stupid that uh, Clinton's advice yep. uh, team yep. said. Yep. 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 So right now, if they were to just shift to, hey, you know, we're we're really spending way too much money. We got to figure out, you know, how to calm this down. If that were the dialogue, and they would just stick to that dialogue for the next 180, 270 days. Going into the midterm elections, they'd probably be a lot better. I think the cultural stuff, um, I honestly think that the cultural stuff that, like as you said, the suburban mom, the um, across the board, I think they all just kind of go, oh, you know, I really don't care. You know, I, I don't. I right, do. And I think and I think another thing that I think they're doing is they're trying to push it because if you look historically, it, it, when something causes friction, People who even agree with it start getting sick of hearing about it and start not liking that it's happening. And they're pushing these things to make it sound like they're on the side of not allowing this change to happen. And it's just, it's just a... We can't have burning the flag. Remember in the 80s and 90s about how much time was spent on burning the flag? I, I got into a fight with... Uh, uh, a friend of mine about that. Well, that, and, that was and, a that was a cultural thing. That was yeah. a, a, a talking about. Are, are we a culture who burns the very flag that represents the freedom that we live under? 
Right. Is that and, the culture and that we're in? Oddly enough, I was on the side that, that, that we shouldn't burn the flag. But, I, but, I, but so I, I want to go back. It's just systemic racism, systemic anything, um, you know, belies two things. One of those is, you know, an actual conscious effort on, on some, usually a minority, to do something, right? Um, systemically, right? Or that it comes out of uh, in endemic biases, right? So in this case, we, we ask our police officers, which are the, 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 they're the arm of the govern, right? The, the government has uh, the ability to enforce through dictate and through violence. That, that's what we yeah. give them. Mm -hmm. We give the, our, the government violent means to enforce the laws. So the one group that we've done that, we've, number one, we've made them, uh, we've, we've given them assault weapons and assault vehicles and made them wear uh, army, uh, you know, tactical armor. And, you know, so they're no longer citizens on patrol. They're uh, soldiers who just happen to not have a war to fight right now. So we've, we've created that systemic... Um, those folks in that area, they're warring against the citizenry. Right, and they're taking more and more and more advantage of it as it goes. They're do, they're using violence in situations where it shouldn't be. They're not using de-escalation de de tactics, stuff like that. Here's the thing, but, and we're gonna we're gonna conclude this here. We're, and I'll guarantee you that as long as we're doing the podcast, we're gonna keep circling back to system systemic racism. And critical race theory, or, or or just the overall well, issue. It's the of, same thing we've been talking about the entire time. It's just we now really have. It's just it's, it's morphing it into different. Yeah. It's hitting different categories. But my thinking is this: Trump's biggest error, besides just not doing anything with the pandemic, I don't. I think that well, the thing that I think people keep forgetting is that had there been no pandemic, Trump would have won again, and everybody should know that. No, I don't. Think no, he would have. I think I, I, had there not been no pandemic, there people were so pissed off. I don't, I don't believe it. I think that Trump did so many issues. The one thing that Trump was very successful at doing is getting black people up off their asses and get out there and vote. But that wasn't because of the. That wasn't because of the. Uh, but it was because of Trump. It was, it was because Trump. of Trump, and that's why I don't think. The and they're taking this continuation of so, what Trump did. And they're now carrying that mantle themselves, and I don't think it's going to work. That's so, my opinion. So let's just accept your assertion that he would won, would have won. Where, what would be happening now? I think I, I think that I, th this is what I think Trump would have did. I mean, Trump is an idiot. But, but I know, not just Donald Trump. I'm talking about Congress and you know the government. The government. What would what would be happening now? Well, we wouldn't have a lot of these. As many of these discussions, because we wouldn't be talking would about be, critical race theory yeah, at all. Been shut down. Yeah, we wouldn't be talking about that at all. I mean, but at the end of the day, I think that as an African American, knowing that Trump was going to get another four more years, that scared the bejesus out of me. So Georgia's voting law, the changes that they made recently, yep. right, is again there are these milestones or indicators, right? That isn't any. There's no good reason to have to tell people that they can't give you know a bottle of water to somebody standing in line out in the heat right there's no good reason other than to try to achieve a goal of I keeping don't like, power i don't i don't like that these people were had an influence right so when you when you look at things that's 
Well, it is that it, system it's the, of racism. It, that you just scraped off the system. So when you want to point out to systemic racism, those are the milestones. Well, you and, and you weren't a part of our very first podcast, which was voter suppression. And at the end of the day, which we talked about on that, the Republicans don't have any more voters to get. And so they are scared to death. And that's why... They're all using this, those voting laws yep. to to make their vote. Their They're doing everything they can. Stronger. Yep, and that's all designed and to. I think, and I think it's going to. I I personally I, think it's going to backfire. I do too. I, I think but it's we're going gonna, to backfire, but not in every not every place. I think it's going to backfire in Georgia, but I think it's going to be the opposite that, in Texas and Florida. It's scary to know that most most cultures have always had a, about an a, a, an even break between the two. <laughs> we're going to be right back, you guys. Okay, give me one second. We're back. And we're going to go over noteworthy and some noteworthy stuff that's happened. Did you know that um, Biden's um, <laughs> polls have dropped? Yeah. Um, and it's but still... But do you want to know who, why it's dropped? The Democrats are mad because they think that Joe Biden is trying to be bipartisan and they're getting frustrated that... He's too busy wanting to work with the Republicans instead of just pushing so ahead. He's too busy doing his job. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just, uh, I just want you to know that that is that's why the Democrats the are mad. Yes. yes, they're well, mad. Honestly, I, I'm only frustrated with him because he has the ability to to push back on um, the cyber attacks. I, so um, I probably, you know, my name's going to be out there, so I'm going to just hold back a little bit. But um, the the general public is is not aware of how much of our infrastructure and our day-to-day um, lives are under attack uh, in the cyber arena. There is um, an incredible amount of money and time spent uh, in the um, Fortune 100 world, at least, on keeping that infrastructure going. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when we have uh, two pipelines, uh, horm- uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, JBS. 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 A meat uh, 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 and food production facilities. I, I, you got to bleep out a part of what I said earlier. You can say. There, you can say. No, no, I can't. I can't. Uh, let's just say that there are there are high profile industries that are under attack, and specifically by Russia. Mm-hmm. And I'm disappointed that we, he hasn't basically said. You're cut. Um, we need we need to send a very clear message to those folks that the that this you know that's an act of war. Oh, and, 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 I, and I believe he's doing that, but he's doing it in back channels the way it's always been done in the United States, and it takes a while to get those things in place. Now it should have happened a while ago, but a lot of that was set back in the four years. But don't you think that he is he's. I think Joe Biden is coming off as being a shrewder politician than we've given him credit for. But the well, other side says it's I mean, just because he's just... Yeah. It's, no, I just he, think he's shrewder. He's doing these things you don't because last he's shrewd, that it's because he's got dementia. You don't last that line in homeboys. Well, one of the articles that I read, they said that one of the things that's really gotten Joe Biden is he said that they think that Mitch McConnell thinks he's so good at what he does. And Joe Biden's like, hmm. I've done this before. I've played this dance, so you're not going to win with me on this. So that's what 
you've well, got two people. And you mentioned infrastructure before, and that should and, and you mentioned it as infrastructure. These these, these attacks. Oh, the COVID but, showed us that right. Uh, but so one of the things the Republicans came out about the last supply week. Chain, I'll say supply yeah, chain. One of the things they said last week is that that's that's not infrastructure. Infrastructure is roads and bridges. It's not. It's not the internet. Having having only three days of of food available at any one moment, that's infrastructure. That's the yeah. su- supply yeah, just, chain. Yeah, the just what we learned time, through COVID. Just so this time is, but I don't. I, but I really don't think it's about infrastructure. I don't think they want him to be successful. No, they just the Democrats. No, 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 no. I, I know. I know. It sounds like the it's obvious. No, the Republicans, no, no, the Republicans don't, want don't want him to be successful. So they, they on, the, on specifically on the infrastructure bill, they started out at what three trillion? Yeah. And then whittled it down. They had a, an agreement at just over one trillion, I think. And then Mitch McConnell came out and said, "Nope, we're not going to. We're not going to go for that at but all." You get and and I don't know if you heard what his response was. It came back with a seven trillion dollar. No, six trillion. Six it's trillion up to dollars. six trillion. Exactly what John Boehner said in, in in his book, which was and in, in, in the interview subsequently, is that the the party that he was a part of was, you know, at the end of the day, did did they want, you know, just for success for all of us, right? Yes, absolutely. Would we argue about how we got there? Sure, but so so if it, if it if it has switched to. Well, you know, I, I, the as I don't care how many people die, and I don't care how how, uh, how harsh it is here for the next four years. We need that to underline the 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 people that we are the party of choice. That's horrible. That's a that's a well. That's, that's, yeah, and that, I, and that I can tell you, I like a monster. After his interviews, I like John Boehner a lot. He's I saw one where they were trying to get him to rip on Biden, and he's like, no, Joe Biden's a really good guy. And if he he and I sat down in a room, we could get anything done because we would work it out. I think that and that's what's not happening. That's the Republicans, I think Mitch McConnell is just got this hair up his ass that he just wants to be in control. He's looking for statistics. He likes the power. Mitch McConnell lost his chance. He had a chance uh, to put everybody behind the the impeachment and and to. You know, make it so Donald could mm-hmm. not run mm-hmm. from twenty twenty four, right? And and, and and I and I think and that is an important point to raise here. I think that the whole reason why he has gotten on board with what a lot of the other Republicans is is because I think they're so Mitch McConnell is so afraid that Donald Trump is going to come after him, and they're going to vote him out of leadership. And I think that's another thing that Mitch McConnell is worried about. So you know, it's like. Um, George W. or G. What? Which one's the first to push? George W. H. W. Yeah. Herbert Walker Bush. W. Not yeah. H. W. Bush. Herbert Walker Bush. Gulf War. Right. Everybody was oh we got to finish the job. We got to go in Iraq. Uh, which actually you know to some extent I actually think that was the right choice not to go in Iraq, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, the the complaint was well he should have finished him off. Right, and then we had to go do it a second time. Right. Well, you know, Mitch McConnell needs to learn. You know, when if you got somebody down that needs to be put down, put them down. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. we we didn't need to go in and and take over Iraq. That was not necessary that first time, and so there was no you know let's go in there and take them down needed. But in the case of Donald Trump, uh, we all of us 
you know, I'm a fairly conservative thinker, would have been much happier and our, frankly, our political system would have been much better off if uh, they would have put him down. And I don't mean dead. I mean I know, I know politically have put him out of his misery. I think the other thing, too, that happened, just noteworthy, was that, of course, the senators decided not to approve the commission. And <laughs> I think that that was an eye-opening situation for... Um, our friend. Well, now, now are they not? They're not only not voting against it, but they're openly saying that it was a, it was not their insurrection and the, in politics. When I was in college, in the it was Ron the priming Wisconsin. and the framing of an issue, and now the Republicans are trying to reframe the insurrection on the six to. Well, it, but oh no 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 no! no you, you guys are you guys. Look, no, he changed the, the subject. The but, majority of his money. Of the money for that the Republicans have for their coffers mm-hmm. is now under the control of Donald Trump mm-hmm. because he changed the way that they collect money. Yes. Okay. So what they're right now because he has that he's got the purse strings. Yep. Ha- having that panel going on with the the investigation, right? Insurrection. Well, who led the insurrection? Well, that guy over there. Well, how do we let's charge him with treason? Yeah. Can't run again. Can't charge the guy who's got the purse strings with treason. Because there, then all there's the money no, goes there's no tenable outcome for the people who are beholden to the guy with the money for them to go do that investigation. And here's my piece on this, and we're going to move on to something else. My piece on this whole commission thing is it's the Democrats have been awfully mumsy the word on because the, the question was is that they one of the senators saw... Um, reconnaissance mission going on where they're showing people around the Capitol. The day and before, yeah. Now they now they're starting asking questions on. The have you had any contacts with people on Congress? Yeah. I don't think. And they said that um, um, Rye was FBI director was very um, cagey when he was given his answers in yeah, front because of because there's an ongoing investigation. Yeah, and, and so he was very cagey on um, what they know. I. I this is what I think. I, just you, given the way that things working in life, Donald Trump is Donald Trump is going to get it one way or another. He's going to end up they're going to end up tying him to this insurrection. Not to mention that they've already got him on videotape, but they're going to get the calls from the back that he was calling people and calling people at the Pentagon and not sending people over. They're going to make that. They're going to tie those strings together. But at the end of the day, it's either going to be that. Or he's going to get this indictment in New York, and they're ramping things up there. And then he's still got the Georgia case that's hanging over his back. So one of these are going to take him out. What's the Georgia case? Where he was trying to get oh, this, this uh, the Secretary of State to, to find him a couple of votes. I just It's just a few, just like 11,548. Oh, so here's what the other thing does. Republicans. Is that all you have to say on that? Yes, that's okay. Okay, I was just checking. Shut up. That's what you said, and then you, yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. So, and this kind minutes. of repeated what we said about the critical race theory, but they, the Republicans are going to be leaning in on racism. So they're going to be more racist. They're just going. That's their strategy for twenty. <laughs> okay. Twenty two. They are going to lean in more on that. I, I, I. And again, I think a part of that is that they see that there's been a backlash against Black Lives Matter, for example, the, the 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 backing of Black Lives Matter has dropped significantly over the past few months. 
And so they see that and they say, if we lean in on that, it's going to make it even go down more. It's not. I think that. And I think in some areas it is not. It's going to have the opposite effect, like Georgia. But there are other areas that it's going to have the effect that they want, like Florida, Texas, Idaho. Uh, I well, another thing too, and I don't know. I'm just mentioning this as a that Texas outage that um, they now are saying that up to 700 people died. Now, interesting enough is that they're thinking that there's going to be another outage next week. Yeah, it's been happening next week. No, it hasn't been an outage. No, but, oh, they've been, they, but they, they think they, that they, another they, one is coming. Recommended they use, it's been recommended that they use less power because well, they're... And they're, I, I can't get into there. all the reasons that I know, but all hell is going to bust loose Jesus in Texas. Christ, you guys both know shit because, and, because of your... I'm just well, saying that if do, that happens again, and of course that is going to be... I just don't think that... And what was interesting is when that report came out about up to 700 people died, not the couple, just a couple... Is that that's when he made the announcement <laughs> that no more masks, <laughs> which is, he's always doing something right when the information bad how about many, him comes out. How many people need to repeatedly die in, in hurricane areas where uh, we just pay people to rebuild right in the same spot? Yeah. You know, or, I mean, or, or the hurricanes in New Orleans no, have gotten worse and no worse because, because they've, taken, <laughs> they've taken out the marsh further and further out into the ocean so that the, the, the marsh doesn't soak up all the water that comes on those storm surges and stuff. Another noteworthy thing that I did see is, um, I don't know if you guys heard of the Red Table Talk, Facebook's show with Jada Pinkett Smith? Oh, no. So she has a Facebook show, talk show, basically. I think this is the second year now. Um, but they had an interesting discussion of... Is Smith's way? Yes. Okay. With Asians and blacks. And I... I have to. I have to admit that I. Her mother's on there, and some of the things that her mother said, I agreed with. And then they were talking. Then they had an Asian person on there, and they were talking about how the relationship between blacks and Asians has been strained for all these years, and now that this it's becoming more open. They're now realizing that we are interconnected. But I did think that it was a good. Um, it's a 30-minute show. I thought it was pretty good that if you want to check it out, I thought that was definitely noteworthy. Because I, have, I haven't seen or heard of it, but I've heard you talk about it and how well, and it's, it's... She gets some good show stuff on there. I don't understand. The thing with that whole show is that it's a great show. It shouldn't be on Facebook. It should be on a national television. And how they got locked in, and I don't, Facebook must be paying them a pretty penny because it's a better show than anything that's out there and that it should be on national television. And... I'm sure they must be paying her a lot to keep it there because um, it's a great show. Um, and then today, I heard today, and we had talked about this before, about 60% of the people that are unemployed have not are gainfully not looking for a job, and they're now saying that, as I told you what, we, what I believe what was happening, is that when people are intentionally not going back to those jobs that they think those employers maybe treated them bad or are looking at an opportunity now to find a better job than they didn't have before so that they can find better pay, better health insurance. Right, and, and the statistics show that when the, the when there were the first three states that announced that they weren't going to give that extra $300, $300 
the Google searches for jobs went up in those states by three percent in the in the week following that, mm-hmm. and then after that, after the first week, they dropped to two percent lower mm-hmm. than previously, and the the states that announced it after the first three actually have lower job searches than before they made the announcement. Ah, this is like prohibition. You just you can't you know. It, it, Legislating somebody into doing something is hard to do. I don't. I don't. I don't believe most of the stuff around. Well, we give them an extra three hundred dollars a week, so they don't want to work anymore. You know, I yeah, because three hundred dollars a week is gonna make you rich. <laughs> now there is a break point where you know if you were in a a, a part time job and you've got. I think that three hundred dollars is to keep them. In their homes and maybe put some food on their table. That's what that extra three hundred dollars oh, was fuck. doing. Yeah, the three hundred dollars. Really yeah, it's not. This isn't kept them from bankruptcy. Yeah, this isn't. This isn't going to change their world, but it will give them a little bit of um a little bit of cover. And um oh, and the last thing that they did, Pew Research Center came out with a poll, and they were talking about the favorability rating right now. Um, sixty-two have a great favorability. <laughs> Favorability rating on Biden versus Trump, some 34%. (laughs) And confidence in U.S., Biden, 78%. Trump, 17%. If a dog had got elected instead of uh, Joe Biden, it would be similar numbers. I mean... Do you not have faith in Biden? No, it's not that. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, anybody contrasted is like, you know... Um, you know, we, we elected Joe Maurer, uh, president, <laughs> and the old president was Hitler. Uh, anybody in favor of Joe Maurer? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we skipped it and we missed it, so let's talk about it real quick here. The racial norming that we were going to talk about. You mean the uh, racial norming where NFL has been um, doing um, the racial norming test, which basically tests them. Basically, it's saying that blacks are. Don't have as high of a cognitive level as whites as a baseline. Well, let's okay. okay so let's you can you can do all this stuff with statistics, by the way. Mm-hmm. So let, let's say statistically there is that gap, mm-hmm. right? Let's just let's just accept that on face value for a second. So for uh, ever, right? Uh, men uh, pay higher in, uh, uh, insurance rates for driving a car mm-hmm. because we statistically get in. More accidents, right? Mm-hmm. Similar deal. It's just all a financial thing. This is not a race thing. This is not a gender thing. We're just we're just trying to but figure they out. Were, the, but these are people that have been injured. But this is what I'm saying, which is it's all BS. It's all BS. You're right. Yeah. If 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 you got hit ten times in a you know, if you were the NFL and you were filing a claim, I. There's no test. I mean, there's no test. I apologize. But I think no that test. it's so smart of the NFL to get it out before the season starts. <laughs> I thought you better just pull all the any any other bags right. of tricks so, you got. So going. basically, if, if if you have a dumb white guy going in, he gets to collect money even if he didn't have any damage because he was it's a dumb white guy. He was a dumb white guy. We feel and, bad and for him. He's below. He's below the Holy white guy. Holy shit! There was a dumb white guy. Oh my god! And if know. there's a super smart black guy, what he could have a what? yeah they don't exist right? Uh, <laughs> uh, wow! That, wow! I should point out that that was a joke. Wow! Sorry. Uh, 
<laughs> so, super smart black guy. Ladies has and gentlemen, a lot just so you know, we have two damage. white people here against me, the black guy, trying to We're fight. The, trying to fight the war here. Just, just so you know. What? Hey, How is it? You I, I do want to bring up that 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 conservative and liberal test I sent you. Oh, good lord. The, it was like three weeks ago, and you took the test, and you were what? It's one of those tests. You know, oh, where right. I, think were, I, I think I came out more conservative. You, you came out more conservative, and I was like, I, you were like 47%. But you know what, though? Most African Americans are more conservative than people know. Yep. We are very much more conservative yeah. than people know. Yeah. Especially well, socially, yeah. When, we are much more conservative than people know. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I understand. There's that. an uncomfortable one, which is the accepting, uh, it, it, uh, the, 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 how do you uh, feel about LGBTQ and the African American culture? Does not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, what's his name was just on the. They don't want to yeah. hear about that. Which which is you know like okay where does it, so to me you know I'm. But I, th- I think guy, that, it, that I from? think that it's getting better. I think that the the reason why things get better is because you talk about them. And you educate. I know, kind of that critical race theory, which shh, don't tell Karen at the board meeting have, that. Have, have I told you the story about my? I've always no. been terrified of the South, but when going down for uh, oh lord, uh, not this one, Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. So I went down to see my buddy Tom, who mm-hmm. lived in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and I drive into town. And I can't find his house, so I pull over. There's a cop sitting there, so I walk up and I talk to the cop and I asked him, uh, asked him where this address was. He's like, oh, I don't know that address. Must be a new, must be a new subdivision. So go to this part of town and it should be right over there. So I went over and I found Tom's house. He wasn't home, so I went over to a gas station. And the guy comes out and I said, Hey, where do I go to get a beer down here? He goes, Go over. Oh no, you can't go there. So. No, I can. Just tell me where it is. Oh, no, but there's a different... No, you can't go there either. Like, just I just want a beer. I just want to go in and have a beer. Just tell me where to have a beer. He goes, oh, I know where you can go. Go up here three blocks and take a right and go six blocks, and there's a little barbecue joint. So I walk out, walk in, and I, I order a beer, and I sit down, and I'm drinking my beer. I didn't order any food. I just drank the beer. And the owner comes over. And... He said, he's, he's like, so what you doing down here? I said, I'm just coming to see my friend Tom. He's like, well, why are you just drinking a beer? I said, because I wanted a beer. Probably going to have a couple of beers and then go back over to Tom's house and mm-hmm. and find him. And we're talking for a while, and all of a sudden, he just literally, out of nowhere, 10 minutes in, he says, oh, you got to watch out for the N-words down here. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> they jump on at you. you he know. says, they're, they're uneducated down here. You're from the north. You don't understand. They're uneducated down here. And I'm like, okay. So I finished my beer and I left. I'm in New Orleans the next day. Yeah. I found out from Tom that night, by the way, that they went to this grocery store. And after like the third time they went there, the lady behind the counter said, you shouldn't come back here anymore. And they're like, why? It's our local grocery store. And they're like, no, this is the black grocery store. You need to go to the white grocery store. It makes people uncomfortable you being here. Shut up. Seriously, this was in 92, 93. Yeah, there's okay. a whole bunch of things. It's, it, it, okay. It, it, and that, I, it, it, to finish, so I ended up down in... in well, 92 is different than 2020. Yeah, yeah. So one, yeah but it is. It is but you, I was you shocked. at Mardi Gras at the gay bar. <laughs> so, yeah. I, so I, I walked... I, so, the, the, so the next day, I walked Didn't in... Didn't notice. 
I, well, no, I I didn't notice it was a transvestite or transsexual bar. But my knees, my knee had given out. I walk into the nearest bar. I sit down. Oh, I the order music a beer, sure is good here. And hey, this, this eighty-year-old man walks up and what sits is, down next to me you, and puts his you, hand on my knee. Where do you? Where do you? <laughs> it's in. It was, How do you find up in these places? It was in Mardi Gras. Alone. So, alone. So alone. In the There's fr- nobody with him. He's just walking along and he, he you know. I was. I was There's alone. 40 bars you can go into, you know, and the one he it decides. It turns out I was on the edge of the gay quarter guys, in, the, in, the, in the French quarter. So I just walked into the bar because I needed, my he knee was just going wa- bad. You were just so, literally, so this 80-year-old guy comes over he was wearing and his puts his hand on my knee. Oh, wow. And I'm, I look at him I'm like, how you doing? How you doing? And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, okay. And I look over and I see another guy who is, now I realize it's a gay bar, and I see another guy that's like closer to my age. So I get up, I walk over, I sit down next to him, and I said, uh, I'm not gay, but could you, can I sit and talk to you? Because the dude over there was rubbing my leg. And so I'm talking to him for a while, and I tell him the story of what happened the previous day in Natchitoches. And... His response was, oh, yeah, that's true. you got to watch out for the N-words down here. And I said, you're a fag in the South, and you're going to be against someone that's black? Are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, no, 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 that's true. They're just uneducated. And I'm like. What the fuck? Are you see, see, when they get educated, they don't they don't kill you. I'm, I'm so like, that's the thing. Okay, so I ended up, it was then that I got up and walked down to that bar and actually found a homeless guy who had some beer. And when we, we went and begged Uh-oh. beers Uh-oh. off of people Uh-oh. for about four hours. Oh, no. But then he started begging money, so I had to leave him. Are you sure there's not more to this story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But so I, that was that was in the night. Skipping I mean, over the ones that are re- the real. There was one where you know, so I know his stories, but some of them better than he does, right? And <laughs> and just so no, we talked a lot about LV, GQ, whatever yeah. that is. The letters. We're not anti-gay here, so just make sure you. Yeah, no. Oh, and no, when God. I said fag, I I literally used those words to the guy, but it was because I was pointing out, I was oh. using the derogatory term. I can't term believe you'd use that term man. to point to point out that his hypocrisy. And what did he say when you said that? His response was, it's just how it is down here. They're, they're he said, uneducated. He said, He's like, I live in Georgia now, the but it's the same, same the thing down there. It's all the I'm same I'm just the like, back. oh, my God. I just... What story were you going to tell of mine now? Oh, no, it's uh, and I, I probably it's apocryphal for me, so I probably don't tell it. But I thought you know, the bar you were in um, was... Uh, see, the part he edits out is... So our friends had just had babies, two or one, I forget. They'd had a baby, and it was a newborn, and he shows up alone wanting to party. Right? Oh, let's go to Mardi Gras. No, the baby wasn't there yet. Oh. No, the baby wasn't oh, there yet. Oh, maybe it's the second time. Anne-Marie story. wasn't second home. Anne-Marie wasn't home. Was okay. it the second time you visited him unexpectedly? No, okay. no I didn't. And it, Tom knew I was coming. Okay. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We thank love you, Gordon, you. for coming again. Great discussion. Thank you, Donald. Um, I can't wait to hear another story of yours and traveling in the South. All right, thanks. Any time I can come again. <laughs> what? You said thank you for coming. Again. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You have a great day, sir. Absolutely. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.